Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. to the while they nap podcast believe it or not we're still in quarantine <laughs> this is it this is this is the life that we live now quarantine yeah. is like th- this is this is normal this is normal to me anything else seems strange people in restaurants seem strange i know they're opening the city up in durham and it's not ready i am scared <laughs> i'm afraid that someone will cough on me as they walk by <laughs> right <laughs> It's true. That's it. You got mm-hmm. a cough. I'm not joking. People, I read a meme about that the other day that someone said that holding in your cough is dangerous because, like, legitimately, it makes you feel like you're gonna like shit yourself. <laughs> but it's necessary because coughing is like it's an offense now. Like it's a pun. Yeah, I feel scared. Like it's illegal. It is. I'm gonna get kicked uh, out. So we have something interesting today for you guys. So in honor of Father's Day. We thought it would be really cool and entertaining to more entertaining <laughs> our baby daddies to take over the episode for Woo! us. We got some we rad dads here. Baby daddies, though. <laughs> Not even husbands. Baby daddies. Oh, you're all of those things. Do you know how much money that wedding was? I should be a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm still broke from that wedding. You guys were awesome and you sent in some really great questions. Uh, better questions that I definitely could have come up with. I don't know how you feel, Shen, but I was like, what? I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of one. I was just like, <laughs> screenshot, go. <laughs> exactly. So um, the questions were so good that we're handing them over to our spouses. And they're going to do their very best to answer as many as possible to the best of their ability. Here they are, know. folks. Good luck. <laughs> and hang Get in there, guys. <laughs> yes, brother. How are you doing? Um, how was your week? My week. My week. My weeks are blending together. I don't know what day it is. I don't know you're just, you're still what month it is. Yeah, man. I've, I've been working from home. So nothing really changed for me. Yeah, but working from home isn't always the greatest. You know what I mean? Like I need to like 
disconnect and leave the house and make sure you i actually escape. see outdoors <laughs> i know right it's like your room is still your office it's like i remember like when i was working at the office i can drive home and like that have that hour or so to like disconnect from work and then i'm yeah. home you know but now it's Definitely just like true boom boom how you been um well for me you know uh it's been a very it's been a good week, actually. I can't even uh, can't even lie. I've been I have the pleasure of um, disconnecting from home for about ten hours a day, 10, 12 hours a day. Mm. So you know that time is very um, very needed and very relaxing on my part. That like you said, that drive home is uh, is peaceful. You know exactly, exactly. Yeah, you have time to look chill to yourself. You know. Exactly. And no matter how hard my day is at work, as soon as I get home, wife's like, <laughs> how you doing? Here's your baby. Have a good one. Right. As much alone time as I can. Cause I'm at home. Like I'm constantly having to like mute it. Cause I'm a meeting from time to time. Yeah. I'm muting it back and forth. I can hear when winter going off. Right. So. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. You get it. I love it though. Wouldn't so, want it any other way. Wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> All right. So, who are you gonna nominate for your? What is it? Rad dad. I've never said the word rad in my Me entire neither. life, and I I'm from the, the suburbs. I think that <laughs> I've was never the, said it before. I think that was the first time I ever used that word. Also, myself. <laughs> rad dad. Okay. Um. So my rad dad would be my boy Dwayne. Um yeah. he's a guy that I, I kinda go to a lot for advice. His kids are I don't want to one's a teenager and one's um going into high school just now. Yeah. Um yeah I go to him a lot of advice can have real talks with him and just how we navigate like being a parent, being a black man. Yeah, yeah. Navigating the corporate world. So I, I get a lot of advice from him in every facet of life. So I want to kind of nominate him kind of like show the flowers to people before they a while they can still smell them you know so oh, they're still here I, want to yeah. him. I definitely uh see what you're saying on that um my rad dad is uh my friend torian um he's also kind of like the same thing he's had his uh kid at a young age when his daughter is i think about 13 14 now and he just has two he just had two small little kids a boy and a girl yeah, I'd like to give it to him because I, for a while, I, just like you said, I, before I had my daughter, I was kind of getting advice from him and he was telling me things about being a father. And I didn't really, you know, when you're, when you don't have a kid, you don't really, you can't really think about those things, right? So it's like, <laughs> just now seeing everything come into play and what he was telling me, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely, I, uh, I give it so to him. Just, so you say he just had two kids with twins or? No, not, um one i think two years apart let, let me ask you something i, I don't know if lays lays in the room but no she left <laughs> yeah. they're probably they're probably gonna cut this but um <laughs> do you want another one? Oh, do i want it i'm definitely definitely it's gonna be in the works as soon as yara turns about two. Oh shit. yeah so you know definitely like sometime next year we want to be a little bit more established a little bit you know a little bit more savings mm. a little bit older so she's going to school and we don't have to kind of you know deal with yeah i hear you two crying kids all day because i don't want her to go crazy and then 
Maybe. Nah, I hear you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. How about yourself? You want another one? Nope. <laughs> nope? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yo, I, honestly, honestly, if I'm being real, if I'm being real, as of right now, nah. <laughs> nah, nope. not right now. I, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, I, man. I, I want my boy. You don't want a boy? You don't want a son? Funny, funny enough, no, and I, I, I can get into that a little bit later. But um, I was hoping for a girl. I was hoping for a girl. So, yeah. and I know everyone says like, oh, you want your kids to have someone to play with and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, just because you have a sibling doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna have a good relationship with them. You know. That is true. So, I know a lot of I know a lot of people who hate their siblings. So it's, yeah, exactly. So, so you're still kind of rolling the dice there, you know. Yeah. But on the other hand. The relationship could be good, so I don't know. As of, as of right now, I'm kind of good right now. I love my yeah. daughter. Um, do I need another one? No, but who knows? I might change <laughs> next week. So, I mean, uh, you know, winter's uh like handfuls, so I, I get what. You... <laughs> yeah, man. She <laughs> <laughs> can scare you. Nope. These, some of these questions were really, really uh good and intriguing. You were saying that you wanted to start with something that you had in mind first. And... Yeah. Okay, so this is something that the same rad that I nominated, something we kind of always talk about. And yeah. how do you, I guess it's similar to one of the questions that I, that I hear actually. But um, yeah. I know we both have daughters, right? Yeah, yeah. So how do you, are you excited to have a boy? Since you said you wanted another, another, another kid. Are you excited to have a boy? Um, how do you feel about having another child and see the boy? How do you feel about it? I'm uh, super excited to have another child. I definitely, I love kids, always have loved kids. Um, so, yes, I want another child, whether it's a boy or a girl. Honestly, I really don't care. I thought before I wanted a boy before I had Yara, but now she's here and like just to see how she is and the love that I get from her, um, I really don't. I don't care. I could deal with another girl and be happy, and I could stop there. I don't. I don't have to have a boy. So, okay. um, yeah, and especially with all this crap going on around right now in the world, I don't know for what reason a boy pick me, a boy kid in this world right now. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. One of the reasons why I don't necessarily want to boy and to your point exactly we're talking about what's going on going on right in the world today and what's been going on i should say yeah. um i'm kind of terrified of having a boy because yeah, me too. like i I'm not, to, not to say i had like a bad upbringing but it wasn't really hands-on in regards to like father figure parenting that type yeah. of stuff so i don't in my opinion i don't know if i have the tools to raise a boy, a boy the way they the way they need to be raised in this in this day and age. And I know some people may say like you don't raise your kids any different no matter what gender they are. Yeah. But there there are some things that happen in this world, especially to black men, that they're profiled a certain way based off that gender, right? So Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if I have the tools. And who who knows, maybe I do, um, to navigate and and bring that child up. To be able feel, to navigate the world of work. I feel like um, that's like the, uh, you kind of learn as you go type of thing. Because I 
I never had a father around me either. I grew up with my mom being my mom and my dad. So um, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not equipped. I'm just saying it's it's more scary because of like you say the um, it's um, like like you say it's it's a scary world we live in nowadays. It's not like how when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And you can do you can do everything right. You can do like you could be the best parent. And you know something one day just happens, and you know, yeah, it's just it's just really scary. It's really scary to think like that. I don't even want to bring myself there, but yeah, yeah. I'm, you see, it's yeah. Sorry to cut you off, like, um, but yeah, it's like in regards to being scary, it's like even like having like winter in the first place is like because the world is pretty shitty. Yeah. Do I want to bring a kid into that shitty world? Like, I, I always have this conversation with Chanel, like. Are we being selfish? Like, yeah, we want to have a kid for like I don't want to say for what, but really like, for what? You know, like, yeah. like we want to have, like, we want to start a family. But like the That's world, the world is so. Tells you to do. Yeah, yeah, right. And the, the world is so terrible. It's like, are we being selfish for bringing a child into this world because it's yeah. so shitty? But she made a point. I don't. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know how exactly she said it. Um, but like, you could be bringing somebody into this world. That could change this world for the better. So you're actually being selfish by depriving the world of someone Ooh, who could make that influence. That's yeah, powerful. she got me with that one. I'm like, I'm like, damn, let's make it that's baby. Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> let's make this baby. Come on, let's go. Yeah, damn, let's have some sex. Um, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, a good one. <laughs> yeah it's, it's scary. But let me let me take a look at some of these, some of these questions here. So one of them was very similar to what I kind of just asked. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to say these handles because I don't want to butcher it. She says, give some advice to black men or men who are fearful of being dads because they don't want to turn out like their own father. So what advice would you give? What, what advice would you give you before Yara? Uh, you know, black dads or men out there i don't think i think it's um something you could definitely get into your own head about because i look at my daughter and i'm like when she runs up to me daddy daddy is and hugs me and kisses me and like all the things that we're doing every day i'm like how could somebody not not want this and it's like even if you had a son and whatever you and the mother's relationship didn't work out and it's like how could you not want to be a part of that and have that joy in your life kids bring a Mm. type of joy in your life it's like something you would never like never never imagine you don't you can't experience it until you have your own and that's that and that's real so Mm. the advice of black dads i say don't be scared to settle down with the right woman find the right hold on Find the right woman to become your baby mother or your the mother of your child. Because I've seen a lot of guys, that's why they're scared because, oh, I see my friend, his baby mother's crazy and she does this. And that. Yeah, it's like, you know, if you, there's a difference. You can have a sexual attraction with somebody. You guys just have sex, but you guys totally hate each other. And then, then that now that's a toxic relationship to bring a kid in because you guys hate each other. I would say assess your situation <laughs> first, figure out what you want, 
And mm-hmm. yeah, definitely uh, like really know yourself because my dad, I, I have, I have seven brothers and two sisters. Mm-hmm. How much of them do I know? Mm-hmm. I was never like, oh, I'm going to grow up and become my dad or have a bunch of kids with a bunch of women and be there for them. I think that's mm-hmm. totally whack. I think if you're going to do something, you better be ready to definitely man up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, take responsibility. For me, like I said earlier, not to say like my dad wasn't present. My dad was there. Like he, he was in the house, right? But he worked so much that I could barely saw him, right? And then when he was when he was there, it wasn't like it was a West Indian like relationship. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like super lovey dovey, hands on type of type of thing, right? Yeah. But in regards to not wanting to turn into like your like your father or or a bad example per se, yeah. I, I, even a bad example is an example to to live by, right? So it's like mm-hmm. you know you, you now know okay. He didn't like how this went down, how this went down, how your father did this, how your father did that. Now, I mean, kind of you being self-aware, you can now navigate that a little bit, right? Yeah. And you said it earlier, you're being honest with yourself. Um, it's catching yourself in these moments. It's like, am I, am I behaving the way I want to behave? Do I want to be treating my, my wife or my baby mama or whoever in a, yeah, in a particular matter? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was saying, if you still feel like you want to run the streets and do your thing, then don't be honest and be like, listen, I'm uh, I'm not ready for a kid right now. I still want to do my thing and go out there. I never had no experience with my dad, really, to tell you the mm-hmm. truth. I see my dad once that I could remember. I was 12. Yeah, when I went to Jamaica for a week. Seen him for... You know, that's, that's the crazy thing. And this is why I always, I watched his imitation and I said, I'm going to be way better than you. I'm going to be like, I'm going to shit on you so hard. <laughs> tell you that I, I never needed you to, to, to become a good man, a good father, mm-hmm. a good dad, or a good mm-hmm. brother, or a good son. Mm-hmm. Like I learned mm-hmm. all of that shit from my mom. Right. See my mom being so strong. The so. example of being a father came from your mother right so yeah answer this this this, uh, this person's question being a good father examples for being a good father can come from anywhere it can come from a mother it can come from an auntie it can come from come from your grandparents mm-hmm. and, and, to, and to be honest i feel like in the in the black culture because i feel like in the black culture like even television dads happen a lot right even like yep. j cole has a lamb uncle phil and yeah, to be true. honest, a lot, I remember a lot of episodes from Fresh Prince where Phil was parenting and what, and what have you. And I take a lot of examples like, yeah, when I, when I have a kid, I'm going to use that. When I have yeah. a child, I'm going to yeah. use that. Or I'm going to remember too. that. So, like, it's, it, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but, like, without, I don't want to say without, but, like, because of those shows, we do, like, as a culture, we have some kind of North Star to kind of... Okay, just a quick that, sorry right? to cut you off. Just a quick note on that side on that Fresh Prince thing. Yeah. Did you watch the episode when him and Uncle Phil were there and he was talking about how his dad left him and didn't yeah. want to be yeah. Bro, I still, Oh yeah, yeah. I break down in goddamn tears every time I watch that goddamn episode. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I can't you. do it. I gotta change the channel. Gotta change the channel. <laughs> so I hear you. Shit's real, man. It's real it's real. Yeah. I know that you can do that. You can have that effect on a child. Why wouldn't you want to change that? Mm-hmm. And 
there's one thing that no one really points out about that scene is like it's yeah it's heartbreaking the way like will kind of broke down was talking about his dad and the fact that he's gonna do all this stuff in his life in spite of him mm-hmm. but if you look at uncle phil in that scene he doesn't say anything eh? he just waits he lets will get it out he yeah. still says nothing and he just grabs him and hugs him because at that moment he knew that's all he really needed in that moment he just exactly. needed someone to like be there yeah. for him and mm-hmm. And Uncle Phil, I know these are fictional characters, but yeah. Uncle Phil, rest in, rest probably, in peace, Uncle Phil. Rest in peace. He he probably had didn't go through the things that Will went through. Uncle Phil had a dad growing up. He had a, so he knows like I don't understand what you're going through because I haven't been there myself. But I do know that you need someone to be here for you in this moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be that and just that. Even if you, uh, I mean, can't identify with it naturally, I think as a if you see another grown man break down crying in front, especially for that situation, you have to, you mm-hmm. can, you can, you can definitely recognize that. Absolutely, absolutely, I completely so, agree. Yeah, definitely. So to to the black men out there, I would say, um, don't be fearful of being a dad. Be fearful of being a shitty dad. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be fearful of being a shitty dad, because that's what you really gotta fear. But as long as um. It's nothing, it's, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy, but it's definitely mm-hmm. worth it. It makes you really appreciate life. And uh, yeah, it makes you go harder, you know, because you see this little thing looking up at you and you know you have to provide for it and you got to feed it. And it might seem scary and daunting, but when you do, and you do that job well, it's so rewarding and very fulfilling. Yeah, and you said something too. It's like, it's, you see your daughter, you want to provide for them. It motivates you for, to want not more for more, her more. but more, more but more for yourself too you know yeah. what i mean so Definitely. it's it's a it's a motivation right um <laughs> what was uh your wife giving birth like for you <laughs> i love talking about this <laughs> so okay so i'm probably had all the timelines all messed up but i'm gonna say it anyways um let's say about Four o'clock in the morning, she's having some pain. So she, she thinks the baby's coming, contractions or whatever. So mm-hmm. we go to the hospital, she gets checked, not dilated at all. She's like, okay, maybe walk around a little bit to try and get things started. So we walk around the hospital for a couple hours, nothing yeah. at all. Checked. She's like, maybe miss, you should go home. All right, cool. <laughs> cool. So we, we go home. She's, she's on the couch. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going upstairs. I want to <laughs> let you sit down here comfortably. <laughs> So I went yeah. upstairs. As maybe half an hour, forty-five minutes later, she goes into labor for real this time. Um, let's fast forward to now. It's about two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, she's barely, she's dilated, but she's barely dilated. So I'm like, honestly, I know you're hungry. I'm hungry. I'm gonna get some chicken. What do you want? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I run out. I run out. There's a chicken spot down the street from the hospital. The moment yeah. I get my order. Her mom calls and is like, yeah, so she's in full-blown labor now. You may want to come. So I had a run run back of bags full of chicken. Um, <laughs> the funny thing I remember the most, like, I ordered Mountain Dew, and I never get Mountain Dew. I'm like, why the hell did I get Mountain Dew? But anyways, uh, <laughs> like, I, I hate I Mountain Dew. Who drinks so Mountain Dew? So do I hate it. It's oh, terrible. Just... <laughs> I don't know why I got it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we get back, and fast forward. She's full blown later. She's pushing, she's pushing, she's pushing. I'm right there in the mix. She has her leg up on my up on my shoulder. Yeah. And the whole time, 
I'm thinking the only word that comes to mind is I was impressed. Yeah. I wasn't like disgust. I wasn't. I wasn't disgusted or like no, freaked out. I I didn't even feel like people say it was a magical moment. I didn't even feel that. I was just like, yeah, was, damn. Like, it's like it's like seeing someone in seeing someone in the gym like lift like five plates. It's like, yeah, no, it's <laughs> all right. <It's> like, yeah, <laughs> you're doing this. It's like, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, it was a. Uh, that feeling is um definitely uh I was. Definitely, uh, I don't even want to say proud. <laughs> Not proud, but like uh, really impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, yeah, I was really impressed at, you know, the way she was handling it. And uh, it's like, man, they really put their bodies through some 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 torture for, for us, you know, to have, to have that kid. So it's like seeing you go through this for me for us is like first of all i want to you know praise all the women out there who are normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you others and have kids because just just bring an, another life into the world is um so amazing because it's, <laughs> it's really like it's like I'm, I'm just bringing myself back to like actually in the room where you're saying like yeah she her legs are up on i was i was in there i was like in mm-hmm. legs open the doctors asked me to pass your stuff and I, I'm there, and I, and I was just looking at my wife, like, wow, like, the sweat, just <laughs> catching the blood, the everything. Mm-hmm. I was not, I wasn't grossed out at all. Grossed mm-hmm. out, I was in there, because, like, do you need me to do anything? Are you okay? Like, I just wanted to make sure she was um, as comfortable as she could be in that situation, because, man, <laughs> it was... Mm-hmm. And she didn't have a C-section. Did did um she not have a C-section? No, no, no. That kid came out naturally. Natural, natural. Yeah. So, um, same thing. I mean, I don't know how I would have been if I seen a C-section. I seen her like guts being put out on the table. I mean, that's mm. different. But yeah. I feel like it still would have been the same as supportive and just making sure she was okay because I did not want anything to happen to her. So I was, I was, I was amazed. I was very proud and i was so happy to to just be there if i'm being honest i felt completely useless in that room (laughs) it it, it felt no one felt like it felt like like if you have like a younger cousin or a brother or whatever and you give him the the controller that's not plugged in like he's he's playing (laughs) yeah like he's doing something i'm like yeah put your leg up on her yeah and just (laughs) i felt i felt useless completely useless no, no, man. I, I was, I was in there because I mean, for our whole relationship, it's just been us. So it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I didn't want no nurses to be there to hold it. It was like, nope. Anything you need, I'm here. So what do you want me to do? Like, I was, I'm hands on. I'm hands on with you. 
you're a good guy because I don't know <laughs> what was going on. I didn't know. It's like, yo, I'm impressed. Y'all do your thing. Well, you taught me what to do. I'll do what I can. It's just, no, I'll get, get the water for the doctor if he needs some water and wipe his brow. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that freaking umbilical cord is, to cut is like it's so like chewy and gummy. It's like, oh, uh, it's like rubber. It's like oxtail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then to see, go like, to the sack that she was in, the anemia, I, I forget the name of these things, but you know the sack, like, all that. Yeah, stuff. I know the sack. Oh, it was, a, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was amazing, very, very amazing moment in my life. Yeah. Down in the books, I'd say. Yeah, I, and, and every time I think back to that moment, I just think of the damn Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't know, why the hell did I get Mountain Dew? <laughs> I'll be, I'll be. You're thirsty in there, and you're like, God damn. This yeah, stuff. damn, I don't even want to drink this. Uh, how do you feel about your wife making a podcast? I know she's going to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Not like that, but <laughs> no, she's like, she's like, um, she's very ambitious. Yeah. Very, very ambitious. And I think this is a really good creative outlet, um, yeah. and it's a little bit it's a little bit therapeutic as well, because Definitely. you're 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 forced into a situation where like you have to talk. You don't know necessarily where the conversation is going to go. Like, yeah. like even right now, there's like questions that we're answering and whatnot. But yeah. we we go on our tangents and it brings things to the top of mind and things you may have not wanted like just normally talk about. You're forced to talk about them, like yeah, true, definitely. Like me and my father, you and your father, so it's like the things like that, right? So I think it's a little bit therapeutic as well. Yeah. So I I like the fact that she's doing it not only from from that perspective, but also from the fact that she's trying to execute something and putting something out in the world that anybody else can kind of tune in and listen to and make them realize, yo, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. I'm going to do something similar as you. And because yeah, you have yeah. that, even if you don't know each other, like just as from an audience perspective, you get that yeah. connection and you, it makes it a little bit easier for yourself and navigate yourself. So she's doing something for people, she's doing something for herself. And I think it's a really good medium to, to do that in. Definitely, definitely. You know, kind of piggyback on a few things that you were saying. It's like I find it very um, therapeutic for her because <clears throat> it's a. Uh, just like you were saying, we kind of go and some things like we kind of go off and it might be something that you don't even know that you want to talk about, right? Until you actually start talking. So I find that a lot of a lot of mothers out there and even single mothers who are at home by themselves feel like, yeah, I'm in this by myself. But, you know, even even with a husband, sometimes you can still feel alone. You know what I mean? So it's like... Um, mm find it i i love the entrepreneurial um part of it i've always pushed her to be an entrepreneur so i i i love that part of it and yeah i find it very therapeutic and useful for both of them because i if she's not talking <laughs> if it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't talking to chanel she'd be in your ear buddy so it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I don't have to sit here and, you know, listen to all the things that I don't want to talk about. 
Right. <laughs> Cycles and all that. Goddamn. I don't want to talk about that shit. She's, she's, you know she's going to hear this, yo. <laughs> you know what's right? <laughs> It'll be too late. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? yeah, I think it's good for, for, for men that they get to get this out and get certain things off of their chest that they don't really want to say around us or about us. Or, you know, even if they want to talk about us, hey, go ahead. Go talk about me with your friends. Sure. Knock yourself out. Makes <laughs> you feel better? Sure, go ahead. You know? no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, That's the best part of being a dad. I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think one one good thing about being a a, a, a good dad is the um, the response you get from other dads. Mm. There's a camaraderie there, just like you know, if you were say you and Winter are walking through a park by yourself, and you see another dad doing the same thing, you're usually gonna say hi to that person, or you know, stop and spark a conversation just because on the fact you're like. Oh shit! Your wife left you with the kid too. Yeah, bro. I... <laughs> and you even make you even make friendships just like that. You could be going, mm-hmm. you know, you you could spark something off just by you walking, walking your own kid. So I I I like that part of it. It's funny. It's funny you said that. It's like before having winter, if I saw someone with the kid and the kid was wilding out, I'd be like, Psh, yo, yeah, get your kid, get take care of your kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like, yo, I feel you. I know exactly I you. where you're coming from, brother. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I look at I look at the look at the despair on this man's face. I, <laughs> and he like doesn't side. know what to do. He's like, oh yeah. God. I'm like, yeah. A year and a half ago, I'm like, guy, get your kid, yo. I know. Be like, yo, shut your kid. Or you like in the movie, you hear that kid crying around the bus. You're like, shut your yeah. kid up. Where he's like, no. I know where you're coming from now, buddy. I remember we're on an airplane a little while back, and this kid. It was a six-hour flight. Oh, actually, no. It was it actually it actually it was a ten-hour flight because we had connections. But the same family came on the next plane. No, oh, this kid cried the <laughs> entire time. Like, the, and the thing is, it's not like a constant same melody that I can yeah. get used to. It switched up sporadically, so I so I couldn't get like I couldn't just like make it white noise. It was just straight nonstop manic destruction. And I remember myself being in the moment like. Holy smokes! Throw this kid off the plane. I know. Now, <laughs> now it's like I'm thinking to myself, man, what's wrong with this kid? Something, something's probably bothering this kid. Something's probably yeah. like he's probably he's maybe sick. The the pressure and the diaper bothering his ear. No. Yeah, like like now I now I'm thinking about this kid's probably in pain. That's probably yeah. why he's he's going through going through. Back then I'm like, oh my god. Kids the worst. Yeah, Punt I think I, I was a bit of an asshole back then. I think. Yeah, you, you, you don't say it to somebody. Di- I didn't say it to somebody directly, but I kind of said mm. it out enough so that they could hear. You know, when I was in high school, I was like, "Oh fuck, shut that kid up." <laughs> <laughs> but now, now I, I'm sorry to that person, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you were going through now. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's weird. It's like. Even though the kid looks nothing like my kid, I see my kid in other kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so like white, brown, Chinese, whatever. If I see a kid do anything, I'm like, oh, Winter does that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Winter does that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I like that portion of it because it's like, 
it shows that like we're all pretty much the same. We're all going through the same thing. Just exact same thing. Different color, different race, and in a different home. So you might have different religions about certain things. Yeah, but at the end of the day, everybody shits. Yeah, exactly. Like another thing too, I love coming home from work and her running up to me like, "Oh man, that is like one of the." The best feel ever. Runs up to me and grabs my legs. She doesn't even reach my knees yet, so she just wraps her arms around my legs, and that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes coming home so much, so much more fulfilling. Because no, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a hard day at work, but no matter how hard my day is or pissed off I am, I get home and she runs up. I, yeah, I have to smile. I have to just forget about everything. So I feel that she takes. I mean- she makes me not think about the world. And when I'm with her, I just, it's just me and her. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that now too. Like she's starting to be like, turned to like a little bit of a daddy's girl. Yeah. And like, she's actually like looking for me when I'm not around. She's looking for me. It's like, yo, where is this guy? And she's yeah. like calling my name, like daddy, daddy, daddy. Mm-hmm. like, oh, somebody cares. Yeah. Somebody cares about me. <laughs> somebody cares about you just me. don't want me to wash up dishes. <laughs> I've never heard Chanel look for me that way. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 um, another one of these questions is like they, their experience being uh, dads of girls. Like, how has it changed them? I think, how do you feel being a uh, girl dad has changed you? Um, I don't think it changed me much. I was always around girls a lot. Yeah. Um, and the way I'm going, I feel like I'm going to raise the winter is mm-hmm. more or less the same. Um, if I was raising a boy, like yeah. I'm still gonna put her in sports. I'm like I don't try to be like dainty and 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 too gentle with her because yeah. she's quote unquote fragile. I still kind of rough house with her a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, true. That's that my experience so far, but um. I'm sure as she gets older, as yeah. she goes through certain milestones that only women go through, yeah, then I'm, my my answer will probably change. My perception will probably change. But at a at an infant stage, at a baby stage, it's like they're all just they're all the same right now to me, you know, in regards to how they behave and how mm-hmm. they act. Like a lot of people say, oh, like like boys are more, are more wild. I mean, boys will have a lot more energy. And then they meet my child, my, they meet Winter, and they're like, okay, I take that back. <laughs> Winter apparently has boy energy, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I can't say, like, I'm raising a girl right now is any different for me. I think when it comes to those, like, milestones, you said before, I think you mentioned, like, like heartbreak and, and period. Period, mind you, period can happen at any time. So, that might be you to take that bullet. Just so you God know. damn it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> Y'all can be at Walmart. Buying a buying something and then all I of a sudden I know it's true. It could happen any time. Yeah. You gotta go to the pharmacy. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, but um, so true. Yeah, but yeah, I I think as like as she gets older and she goes to different milestones, then I'm like, okay, I might have to treat this a little bit different than I would treat this or treat a treat a boy. It's made me think a lot more about other people's situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um it's definitely made me softer to because I was a bit 
rougher around the edges. I didn't really show emotion like that. So I find that she's definitely softened me up so I'm able to do so. So I'm able to hug her and and just be vulnerable when I'm with her all, at all times and not and not um, care about what other people think who are around me or, you know, because I <clears throat> we've all seen it, the guy there and kissing his kid. And then, you know, some people look at you different. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like I don't know why you look at me different because it's my daughter. Uh, you expect mm-hmm. tough and hard with my daughter. I don't get how, but okay. mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, just seeing all these things now and um, adjusting my attitude and adjusting and even arguing and everything, like, girls are very fragile. Like, you can't really argue. You shouldn't really argue around kids at all, but then mm-hmm. argue around Yara. She's like, as soon as we raise our voice, she's looking like, and her face is just, like, so worried already. I'm just like, okay, okay, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, everything has to get kind of that with behind closed doors because I'm very uh I'm very I don't want her to see anything mm-hmm. negative or see her mom being treated or talked down to a negative in any way. It's just made me very uh a lot more mindful about things that I do. Yeah. See I, I like I like that. So I'm I'm kinda agree and disagree with you here. Um like if me and Chanel are gonna argue, I don't think I would want to hide hide that from my da- my daughter depending on how he depending on how heated the, the argument is, is getting sometimes you don't know where those arguments can go bro that's, that's, what I'm saying. that's, that's true that's true <laughs> but i can i kind of want her to see that like yeah like no matter what relationship you're in be friends your your spouse or whatever you're going to get into arguments but you also want to if you see those people argue and reconcile that's mm-hmm. a tool that's that's a tool you kind of have to learn. There's a there's an art to like being mad and being able to like come to terms with your anger and an argument with your spouse or a friend or whatever, and then being able to like you know what, let's compromise or let's let's try and find a way to resolve it. So I think definitely, definitely. It, like I don't know, yeah. At this point in her life, maybe she's too young to see that, but I think as I get older, I'm gonna try my best not to hide all the ugliness <laughs> of our relationship, just so she sees yeah. like. When she gets when she gets into one, one herself, she understands like, okay, arguing is normal. What's on what's not normal is how far the argument is gonna go. I definitely I'm gonna wait till she's a little bit older for her to see the arguing and stuff because I want her to they're young right now. They don't understand reasoning, you know what I mean? Right, right. So they're not gonna she's not gonna understand that uh Daddy might have put his foot in his mouth and said something he wasn't gonna say, and it wasn't supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Or mommy might have said something she wasn't supposed to say, and then you know, like they don't understand those things right now. So as right, right now, until she can, she's old enough, and we can kind of explain things to her. I don't wanna. Mm-hmm. I'm not arguing. I don't wanna raise my voice in front of her at all because those things. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like little these little little bits of trauma and trauma and trauma, and it's like. I don't, we all went through that, but we didn't know we went through that. Right. I don't want to put my right, right. through that. So it's like, no. <clears throat> until she no. can understand what we're arguing about and understand the reasoning, I'm going to hide those. Mm-hmm. 
stresses out. No, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Like, yeah, at this, at this day and age, or this age that she, that there are right now, yeah, yeah. you kind of want to kind of shelter them away from that. As they yeah. get older, though, like, you kind of, I, I like the, I like the idea of showing them how to forgive somebody, and I like yeah. the idea, like the idea of showing them how to accept forgiveness and move on mm-hmm. from that. Because those yeah. are tools that I, I don't even think I have right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I'm still working through that myself. I never saw it myself. You know what I mean? So I, I'm definitely I'm working on some personal skills myself. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is I'm saying all this stuff right now. And then maybe three, four, five, six years down the road, I'm doing the exact opposite because I have to kind of change my parenting style depending on the kind of kid I have. You know, I don't know yeah. what kind of person she's going she's gonna to be. But yeah. I would hope that I can teach her these type of skills that I have no idea about that I didn't get the opportunity to learn myself from my own upbringing. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. This is, the, this is the hard stuff. This is the hard stuff. I feel like we have ambition. We have the drive to want to provide and like do good and, be, and study and get these marks and whatnot and start a business and what have you. Those are going to come. We're going to be able to instill those things in our kid. No problem. The things that we, because we learned that from our parents, we learned like hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. What we didn't necessarily get was like the soft skills, the emotional stuff. So yeah. that's kind of stuff where we have to like learn ourselves and then try our best to impart on them. And to your point, you made like a, a long, like beginning of the whole conversation mm-hmm. is being self-aware, right? Yeah. When I'm, you may make that net knee jerk reaction because of all the trauma you, you've come through through your life. You really have to kind of catch yourself and say, okay, this is not how I want to be. That's not the example I want to set. Let me kind of change gears and do better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, like, just a quick question. Um, are your parents still together? Your mom and your dad still still together? Still married and all I that? guess. I guess. <laughs> what does that guess mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Okay, they might not be happy, but are they together? <laughs> yeah, they, they live in the same house. Okay, so you've yeah, had structure. House. You've had somewhat of a structure growing up. You I don't. You know? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's a loaded. That's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I remember, you, like you're saying, he worked a lot. You know. Um. Uh. So, but your mom was still there. I mean. Just the privilege is like, I, all I seen was my mom. So it's like, I'm home mm-hmm. myself certain times and, you know, there's nobody, there's nobody there. So I just wanted to kind of. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I was a shitty kid. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm still a shitty kid. But No, I'm just going to say, um, either having your dad there or not having your dad there, you can still turn out to be a good person. Know what I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it, and it's it's a part of like who you're always going to be, and yeah. and your influences around you, right? So, yeah. um, I I I let me put it this way, just in case it ever does tag into this episode, um, I learned a lot from my upbringing, and I really learned a lot once I was at a distance when I moved out in my twenties. Yeah, I was able to like look at their situation more objectively rather than being in it and being mm-hmm. like pissed all the time. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. you're probably this way because of this, and you're probably this way because of your race this way. These are the reasons why you said this and acted this way. 
So now I'm at a point in my life where I kind of understand why they made the decisions that they did. Do I agree yeah. with them? No, but yeah. I understand. <laughs> Definitely not going to agree with everything our parents did, but you know, uh, at the time for whatever, it seemed to be the best move that they could do. Yeah. That's the most important thing, brother. Yeah. To, to realize, recognize and make change. Um, well, yeah, let's, uh, let's end this on a positive note, brother. Yeah, we just roasted the shit out of our parents. <laughs> All these smokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was a. I, I thanks to the ladies for um our our baby my our baby mothers <laughs> since they want to demote us to baby fathers. You know. <laughs> yeah, thanks to our, uh, my lovely wife for having me and giving me this chance to uh, answer some of their fans' questions. It was really cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, like your rapper. It was a DJ Clue. Um, this was a really good uh, good experience. I, I enjoy I enjoyed it. Um, I'll bring keep your questions coming, even if we're not on it. I I have no problem answering it. I'm an open book. Yeah, um, definitely. Quite obvious based on this episode. You guys we here, yeah, you're hard. awesome. Here, we talk already. <laughs> definitely open. Yeah. Chanel's gonna have a field day editing all the swears, but whatever. Um, Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry, I was swearing too. Here, yeah, I had a couple one, two in there. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, I, was, I, I will just say, have a, a, a positive week, my brother. Have a very productive week. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, you know. Yeah, you too, bro. Happy Father's Day when it comes. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for the Wilding Nab podcast all right now time is over bro <laughs> all right. now, now time is over for my brothers with daughters i call this for my brothers with daughters i call this for my brothers with daughters i call this for my brothers with daughters selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.